Welcome to Social Soul Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And today we're doing a short episode about some book recommendations for you guys. Yeah, this is something I'm really excited to do. People are always asking what books I suggest for certain things. And I've read a ton of books over the past couple of years, but I'm like narrowing it down to just a couple that I want to share. So they're going to be good. First off, Haley reads more books than like anybody else I know in this world. Um, how many books do you think you like read in a month? In a month? Probably two. See, that's so impressive. It takes yeah. me like a year to read two books. Okay, maybe not that bad, but <laughs> like maybe like eight months to read two books. Yeah, well, I read every single morning. It's just part of my morning routine. Like if I don't, it just it feels really weird. Yeah, so that makes sense. And I definitely did that for a period of time, but I do fall out of it often. Like I fall out of a lot of things. So yeah, well, I mean, I feel like your health kind of does that to you. Yeah, so. yeah, well, but um. Yeah, so we've got some good recommendations here. Um, They're kind of all over the place, (laughs) I feel like. Yeah, but I do feel like because of the fact that you deal with a chronic illness and also I don't drink, they are kind of geared towards some of those things. Mm -hmm. But then we also have some other suggestions that are just general suggestions. Exactly. Um, So I think we're going to start with one book that we've actually both read. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we both felt it was super, super powerful. We actually, um, I bought the book when we were in Portland, Haley and I were both in Portland for a quick trip and we stopped at this cute little bookstore that was like this little house made into a bookstore with like crystals. And yeah. Everything. Do you yeah. remember like we were walking down the street and I would just like looked over and I was like, oh my God, we need to go in there. Yes. Like I just felt like I was like pulled to go into this bookstore And so we go in there and then I find this book and I'm just like carrying it around. And I remember you were like, okay, why don't you just like buy it? Because Mm -hmm. I was like, should I get it? Should I get it? I don't know. (laughs) And then I was just like holding it, walking around the store and you're like, just buy it. (laughs) But okay. So the book is Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. And it is a guide to answering your soul's callings and working your light. Yes. And I feel like Haley and I, when we found this book at the bookstore and you actually bought like the second book mm-hmm. of hers at yeah. the bookstore that day too, yeah. which is called Rise, Sister Rise. Yep. Um, both very good, but I think The Light is the New Black was our favorite. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Um, but yeah, we were both, you know, really interested in the whole working your light and showing up to be your truest self. And that's really what this book is all about. Yeah, it's definitely a very spiritual book. I think that like if somebody is religious or Christian, this may maybe not be the best book for you because mm-hmm. it is definitely more spiritual, but it is incredible. And I I felt so inspired every single chapter that I read, every single page that I read. And I actually got really emotional because so this book, I was reading it and I was also taking part in this alcohol freedom group. And I remember being on the call and my coach being like, I want to read this passage to you guys. And I literally started crying and it was a passage from this book and it was just incredible. Was that the letter to the light worker? Okay. Yeah. So I remember you telling me about that. Mm -hmm. And then I had came across that too in the book and found that part like so powerful. It's just a section of the book called the letter to a light worker. And I ended up making an IGTV. Yep. 
of me reciting the letter because Mm -hmm. I felt like it was so powerful too. So you guys can definitely go over to my Instagram and watch that because you can listen to it there and it's so good. Um, Another thing I really like about this book was I connected to it really well because um, I'm just going to read like off the back here kind of about the book. Um, She wrote just then just before her 30th birthday, the life she had so consciously created began to crumble around her. It was as if the universe turned off all of the lights so that she had no choice but to, but to rediscover her own. And I felt like that was totally me when I bought mm-hmm. this book because I was a little bit under the age of 30 and mm-hmm. like I had consciously created my life that I was at for so many years. Yeah. And then it was like all of these things started to just erupt and crumble like she said Mm -hmm. like totally out of my control and it was just like I watched everything I created just fade away yeah and so reading this book gave me like some inspiration like okay this is all happening for a reason yep kind of like permission to surrender exactly yeah and she talks a lot about that mm -hmm. in the book in like that moment where she does have to surrender and I just I was so inspired by it Yeah, it's a good book. Another thing that we liked about it is that you can really open up the book to any section and read any section in it at any time. Yeah. So you don't really have to read it front to back. It's almost like poetry without... It does tell a story though. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, it's not really like rhymey like poetry, Mm -hmm. but um, it's like short little sections. Yes. It's incredible. It's great for if you're looking for Instagram captions. Like, I'm serious. You can just open this book and just read a part of it and be like, that could be an Instagram caption. I'm yes. going to use that. Yes. So Rebecca that's our- Campbell, Light is the New Black is yep. our number one suggestion. Well, our first suggestion. Mm-hmm. We have a couple others for you guys, too. OK, I'll let you go next. So the other one that I want to suggest is actually the first book that I read about alcohol um, and not drinking. And that book is called This Naked Mind by Annie Grace. This book was incredible, especially if you're just getting started with your alcohol-free journey. It really gives you like a good perspective on all of the all of the things that we believe about alcohol and all of the lies we kind of tell ourselves about it. And it just kind of gives you permission to to do something different, but she also shares a lot of statistics and facts about what alcohol actually does, how it affects our health, and all of that. So um, honestly, just an incredible book, and I would recommend this to anybody. I think that's really powerful that it has, um, you know, the stuff about the health effects of it too. Yeah. You know? It opened my eyes to so much because prior to giving up alcohol, I wasn't I wasn't really aware of a lot of this stuff. And I will say when I was reading it, it was kind of upsetting to realize how much we don't know and to realize just how much alcohol has been sold to us as this miracle thing and this thing that we need for everything. And I don't know, it was just really eye opening. But also I kind of realized in reading this, like a lot of the health issues that my dad has now is because of alcohol, which... I was just like, that's really shitty. Like, it's really shitty. And it's weird because when we think about, you know, our exposure to alcohol um, throughout the years, yeah, we know alcohol is a poison. Yeah, we know you can die if you drink too much alcohol. But that's all you really know is like alcohol is only dangerous if you go to that large extent of drinking it, right? That's all we're ever really told. Mm -hmm. We're not really told like if you continuously drink it even in small amounts, 
it will affect you in negative ways. They don't really talk about that. No. Well, even like it'll increase your risk of breast cancer. Like no matter how much or how little alcohol you drink, you still increase your breast cancer risk. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like Mm -hmm. nobody has ever said this. Nobody's talking about this. And I didn't realize it until I stopped drinking. And there are so many people who think alcohol is good for your health in some situations. And I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. So yeah, I mean, isn't there a whole thing about like red wine being good for your, like your heart health yeah, or something? I remember hearing something of that sort and I always was like, how can that be true? But well, I think a lot of people think wine is just grapes, which, okay, yes, maybe, but also it has ethanol in it. Mm -hmm. And ethanol is the thing that is unhealthy for you. And so it's, we can't really deny the fact that that is in these beverages. And like you said, it's a poison. But if you think about that whole, like the wine being grapes thing, that's not a very good argument. Cause then you could say like vodka is just corn or mm-hmm. vodka is just potatoes. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really an argument at all. Well, and then why are you consuming the alcoholic version versus just drinking grape juice or exactly? Do you know what I mean? It just kind of goes to show how glamorized alcohol has been in our society and how much we just believe it's this certain thing and we don't really see it for what it is. Do you think, so I know this was the first book that you read um, that had to do with the whole alcohol free Mm -hmm. stuff. Do you think it's a good one for people to start with? Yes. Yeah. Because so the book, even if you're somebody who's maybe questioning your relationship with alcohol and you're not sure if you want to give it up she doesn't start this book saying stop drinking right now you need to do this for your health she really just encourages you to open your eyes and shares through statistics and she goes over a lot of the things that we we think they're called like liminal points so she'll be like but I like the taste of alcohol and she dives into like the reality behind that and why people think that and why we say that So I think it's just a really good starting point. Even if you're not ready to get rid of alcohol, it'll honestly, by the end of it, you'll probably be like, okay, I'm good to never drink again. Yeah. And I mean, even if you don't give it up too, you're still having learned a lot of really good facts about the effects of it. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure even if you don't give it up completely, you probably will still be second guessing things. (laughs) Yeah. You'll definitely be more conscious of your drinking choices. For sure. For sure. Yeah. What's the next one you've got? Okay, so the next book that I am going to recommend is one of my all-time favorite books. It is by Allie Hilfiger, and it is called Bite Me. And she wrote, How Lyme Disease Stole My Childhood, Made Me Crazy, and Almost Killed Me. So Allie Hilfiger is the daughter of Tommy Hilfiger, the fashion designer, for those who don't know. Um, this is basically a memoir book of her experience through battling chronic Lyme disease. She got actually bit by a tick and remembers getting bit by a tick at a very young age. She lived over on the East coast of the U S I don't Mm -hmm. remember where, but somewhere where, you know, that's way easier for that to happen just with the climate and everything. Um, and people were getting bit by bugs all the time back then, but didn't Mm -hmm. really think anything of it. So her family didn't think anything of it. Like, I think she, yeah, well, she basically went through a bunch of doctors because she was having all these crazy symptoms and Lyme disease was never really brought up until I think she was 18 when she was finally diagnosed. And it was kind of, kind of crazy because she was actually admitted to a like mental hospital 
when she got diagnosed. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that she talks about that is, you know, really heart wrenching for anybody who's gone through it. And um, I just feel like she does a really good job in explaining it all without like making you lose hope because, you know, sometimes listening to people's bad experiences can make you really sad and lose hope in something. But she, you know, yeah, she goes through the terrible childhood of her experience through it. But then she also has, you know, how much it helped her mm-hmm. in like later in life and how much she's grown as a person because of it and like mm-hmm. where her life is now. And she even talks about like the whole having children because that's another um, thing that people are worried about when they yeah. have Lyme disease. Can I pass this to my children? She has children now. So she talks about that in the book too. Do they have Lyme disease? I don't remember to be honest. I okay. feel like they don't if okay. I remember right, but yeah. I'm not entirely 100% on that. But she definitely talks about like her fears being pregnant mm-hmm. with Lyme disease and like going through that whole thing. So yeah, that's probably my number one recommendation of a memoir for anybody going through chronic Lyme disease. I love that it's called Bite Me as well. Because honestly, you wouldn't really realize the reference unless you knew how you contract Lyme disease. Exactly. So that's really cool. Okay, what's your next one? I like that one. Uh, The next one I want to suggest is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. This book honestly is like a game changer if you're trying to get yourself into a routine or build new habits. It is incredible. Um, I took notes while I was reading this one and I swear to God, I found myself just repeating the information in my real life to everybody because it was, I just was learning something every single day. And I just think that this is something that could be really applicable to so many people in their lives because he talks about building new habits and how to create consistency with your routine and work towards your goals. And everybody that I know that has read this is like, you need to read this. So. See, I feel like I need to read this one because I have not. Yeah. Actually, I feel like there's tons of books that you have that I'm going to be borrowing from you probably yeah. right after that we yes. record this. <laughs> yeah. No, this is just an incredible book. You will definitely get something out of it when you read it. So so that was something that helped you like create your whole like morning routine that you're like so good about now or well, what? Well, it's something that when I was reading it, I already had my morning routine, but I was okay. like, oh, I understand why this works. So why for me, I need this so bad kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Because he talks a lot about finding cues within your day and how those cues, you can create new habits based off of them. And I was like, oh, this is exactly how my morning routine goes. I wake up, I need caffeine. I mix my pre-workout. I sit down to read. Reading is a cue that I'm going to go work out next. So it just all okay. kind of flows. Um, but for me, this was really beneficial in helping people in my online boot camps because these people that come to me are trying to create a workout routine or find better eating habits. And it it was easy for me to take what I was learning and help them then create those routines for themselves. That's super powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like your little helper. Yeah. Okay, that's well. Honestly, that's why I like to read so much because I'm like, it's not just me who's getting the information. Now I get to share this. That's so true. So, and I, I know you feel that same way with a lot of the books that you read. Yeah, actually, definitely the next one I'm going to talk about. Yes. Okay. So what is it? So the next book that I recommend is a book that I have definitely used religiously for 
helping people like just learn information about chronic Lyme disease. Um, it is by William Rawls and also known as Dr. Bill Rawls. He's an MD um, who actually specializes in chronic Lyme disease. So it's kind of funny because the author himself, um, he was like a conventional MD okay. in the system and he got sick with chronic Lyme disease and his own practice that he was working at basically like shunned him and like told him he was crazy and told him like, you know, we can't help you. We don't know what's wrong with you. Like, sorry. <sighs> so he experienced that like a lot of other people do, yeah. but he experienced it from his own workplace as being a doctor in the conventional medical system. Wow. So that's hugely powerful. Mm -hmm. And he basically, you know, said, okay, well, like F you guys then and left his practice and started researching chronic Lyme disease and became an LLMD basically. Wow. We need more people like that in the yeah. medical field because I know just from hearing your experience and so many other people's experiences, it's like they make you feel crazy mm -hmm. and like like you're not experiencing anything but these are the people that are supposed to be helping you get better yeah and um so yeah he obviously opened his own practice to help people with Lyme disease well first to help himself and then ended up being able to help other people but he wrote the book called unlocking Lyme and it is definitely probably the best book you can read to learn just about chronic Lyme disease in general I mean, I feel like I'm just going to open to the chapters really quick and read them because I feel like you'll really, if you have chronic Lyme disease, you'll be like, whoa, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Um, so like he has part one, understanding chronic Lyme disease. So he just goes into understanding like the bacteria itself mm -hmm. um, as part one. Then he has part two, gathering information. And that part is like, about understanding your symptoms and like trying to make sense of them and like what lab tests you should do and like how to test for it, how to like work on getting diagnosed with it mm -hmm. if you think it's what's going on. And then part three is all about his experience on different therapies for getting well. So he talks about his experiences with antibiotic treatment. Mm -hmm. Then he talks about his experiences with um, like holistic herbal remedies and like stuff like that. That's cool. um, he ends up taking a liking to herbal remedy therapies because that's what worked best for him. But it's cool because in his book, he's like, everything works different for everybody. Mm -hmm. This is my experience. You know, if yeah. you want to do herbal remedies, like this is my experience. This is all the tips I give you. And then here's, he even has like, here's a protocol that you can follow. And because he's a doctor, you know, you can take all this information from his book and then you can like buy stuff from his website to follow his protocol wow. perfectly. You mm -hmm. know, he sells herbal remedies and stuff now. That's awesome. Yeah. And then part four is all about essential support. So it's about fixing your mindset to like convince yourself, you know, on how to get well um just like all of this really good stuff he even mm -hmm. has a section on mold which most people with Lyme disease go through mold mm -hmm. he even has a section on like um Herxheimer reactions which is a reaction you can get during treatments yeah, I didn't just know like, the the actual term for that because I've only heard it called Herxing Herxing yeah, yeah Herxheimer reaction yeah and then yeah, he just has like so much stuff in here. He has a whole section on acupuncture, a whole section on cannabis, 
a whole section on LDN, which is low dose naltrexin. It's a prescription drug that people have used to help themselves. Mm -hmm. Like he really has everything in this book. And so I highly suggest it if anybody wants to learn more about it. And also just follow him on Instagram because he has great stuff on his Instagram as well. Wait, doesn't he follow the podcast on Instagram? He does follow the podcast on Instagram. (laughs) Oh my God, I totally forgot. I was so excited when that happened. Okay, I've loved his work for so long. I always do shout outs to them. And, you know, like him being like such a high up doctor, I don't really know if the people responding to me on his Instagram are him or if it's just like his social media yeah. team you know what I mean yeah but I've tagged them and like they've commented back and been like thanks for the support or like mm-hmm. been like and they even one time were like we should figure out a way to like collaborate and I was like yes like yeah. please um me, I'm please. curious because this is such like an educational book was it easy or hard to read so it was really easy to read um which is good I don't do very good with research books mm-hmm. because my brain does only works at like 20% capacity. Yeah. However, I think it was easier for me to read probably because I already knew about most of this stuff. So if you're somebody who's newly diagnosed and your neurological issues are like pretty bad, it might be way more difficult because you will be learning a lot new ter- like a lot of new terms, mm-hmm. a lot of new things. So you definitely would probably want to read it slow, take notes like you did so that you don't forget or just like save pages. Um, yeah, because there's a lot of information in it. Or even have somebody close to you read it for you. You know what I mean? Or yeah. get an audiobook version of it. Yes. Could help too. Yeah, I feel like audiobook is something we should kind of mention with this too because, yes, I sit down and read every morning, but a lot of people maybe don't have that time. So you could get these books on audiobook mm-hmm. and listen while you do your dishes, while you do your laundry, while you drive to work, while whatever you're doing so that you can still get the information. See, I need to take more advantage of audiobooks because I feel like I don't. Yeah. But just, I feel like it's so similar to the same thing as a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. It is. You it's know, very you're, similar. you're just learning all this information like you do on a podcast. Mm-hmm. But I do have like an obsession with having the physical book and like putting it on a bookshelf. Yes. And then like waking up and looking at it and being reminded of all of the things that I learned. Mm-hmm. But not to say you couldn't like order the actual book and listen to the audio book as True. well. You just have to pay twice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you could do it. It would be cool <laughs> if when you bought a book, they also gave you the audio book. I would be really smart, actually, if we that was to- just the, like the normal. Yeah. We need to like tell Amazon. Let's just, everybody start advocating for that, please. <laughs> that would be so cool. Because there's, well, when you think about it, there's even podcast episodes where they actually sit down and write down everything they said during a podcast episode into a blog. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've that would seen actually that be really smart. And that's like vice versa, like the yeah. same thing, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. That's smart. I guess books are a lot longer than podcast episodes, but whatever. <laughs> I do love reading and I love my bookshelf, so yeah. I'll keep buying books. Was there anything else that we... Or was well, that all I have one more suggestion. Okay. And so this book, I don't have it physically right now because I gave it to my sister. I was <laughs> like, you need to read this. I think everybody needs to read this book. And that book is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Jessica actually bought this for me for my birthday. I bought this like so blindly and it's so funny the connections that she figured out while reading this book because I just was like oh this looks like a book that Haley would love and I saw a lot of other people posting about it 
So I bought it for her for her birthday. Yeah. Well, the cover, yes, totally (laughs) my style. And it's funny because you said you saw so many people posting the book. And actually, that's why I didn't buy the book for myself. Because I'm a huge advocate for finding what you need in reading about that instead of just reading what everybody else is. And so when you bought me this book, I, I was like, I've seen this everywhere. I'm excited to read this. But then as soon as I dove in, I was like, holy shit, this is so good. I don't want this book to be over. And I thought it was really cool because I found out that the author is sober. So I thought that was really cool to be able to read about her experience with that. But also she has Lyme disease. Which I had no idea about when I bought her the book. But it makes sense because I was like, I've seen it everywhere. And I didn't even realize I had seen it everywhere because all of my like friends who have Lyme disease on Instagram mm-hmm. were posting it. But I didn't think it was a Lyme book because she doesn't mention any on like yeah. the title or in the description yeah. or anything. She yeah. just mentions it in the book. It's just part of her story. Yeah. Well, she also dealt with an eating disorder. And I thought that that was really, really nice to read about just because she tells her story and talks about things in such a way that you it's you just feel so connected to it and it's like you can feel all of the emotions in it but it's also super empowering and I just I was so obsessed so that's another one I'm gonna need to read eventually yeah (laughs) she talks a lot about things too like like racism and like I mentioned eating disorders and like sobriety and Lyme disease, but she also, she was in a relationship with somebody, she was married to a man and now she's married to a woman and she had to like come out as gay, but she's also Christian. And it was just, it was a such an incredible book. So empowering. There's so so many different big points that she hits in that one book. Yeah. So many different things, but she's, she tells it in such a beautiful way. Like the chapters are pretty short And I mean, it feels like poetry, like I kind of mentioned with Light is the New Black, but yeah, you just need to read it. Yeah, I definitely will. Yes. So if you guys have any other book suggestions you want us to read, tag us. Yeah, tag us in all of your Instagram stories and posts of any good books because we obviously are always looking for more and we're trying to turn Haley into a book blogger (laughs) and make her do reviews on all of her books. So she needs lots of books. Lots more books. Yes. And if you lit or if you listen to, I guess, this podcast and read any of the books we suggested, we would love to know that as well. Yeah. Let us know if you do and what you think of them. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. And remember to always, as always, rate and review us on Apple if you're listening. Yes. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.